So I, I do got to ask you. <laughs> 1995 season, front and center, Bob Price or 71. Did you decide to go tit for tat with Don Butchie over at Mooney? Because I know he was a Mooney kid the year before because we played against him. He's just trying to beat the old uh, ball kid, coach at his own game. No, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> The kid came to me and he said, you know, he wanted to play for us. And I said, Is this in the off season or summer or what? This is right prior to the season. I mean, we were like going getting ready to go into doubles. Okay, cuz right, he's in the he's in the picture. Yeah, yeah. Right. And that was always the first and, day of doubles. And he came to me and and said, you know, he wanted to play for Cheney. And I said, "Hey, you know, we were, we were obviously, you know, we we got to turn in eligibility and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's got to go through administration. And, you know, I kept them abreast of what was going on. I said, hey, make yourself legal and, you know, how uh, whatever way you got to do it, you know, legally. Um, and, you know, we'll welcome you. We'll welcome you on. And um, so... He was talking about uh, moving in with somebody in custody, and and there was all kind of finagling. And and like I said, we had to go through the the paperwork, and and we did. And then, like a thief in the night, he was gone. He just disappeared. He was back at Mooney. You know, it was like, where's Price? And they said. Oh, I think he went back to Mooney. <laughs> sure enough, he lined up for him. Yeah. What, uh, did he uh, – and I know the rules have changed. Did he ever get to scrimmage with you guys? Like how far I, in do you I, think? I, 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 I want to I say no. Uh, no, I no, no. I, I never saw him play. Uh, we were excited. I mean big, strong. I'm I mean, sure you were excited. Um, I'm sure. We, we thought that he could really help us, you know. Um, and um, did he say why he wanted to come play for you? Um, because he was he was a starter. He was a, he was. It a, was it was it was things just weren't. Uh, what he would he uh, passed along to us was, you know, things weren't working out for him there. Okay, so never going through all this process and looking into all this. I mean, it was a a pretty big distraction because. Um, you know, I mean, you're, you're getting ready to start your season and, you know, you, you're well, thinking maybe this is going to be a great shot in the arm for you, but you don't know for sure. And then it's gone, it's gone. And, and did, uh, was he, I don't even know where he's from. I, I, I remember playing against him. Um, he, uh, was he Southside kid or was he a Borman kid? Do you know? I don't know. I I I I I know there was uh, an issue with residency, and we were working with downtown, like, and they were they were saying, "Listen, if if if, if, if he's in an apartment with a legal guardian, a custodial parent, whatever, then he's eligible. Then he 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 would be he would be eligible. He ends up. I think he. I think. I think he ends up being an all SVC lineman. So he, he, 
I, I, that year. He would. I mean, he he would have helped you. He looked the part. So I mean, we didn't play Mooney, so I can't speak to how good or bad he he ended up being. But uh, well, you know, he was pretty good to G block, yeah. <laughs> you know, blocking down. Um, what? Yeah, I mean, uh, you you never heard from him after that. Just no, just disappeared. No, never, never, never. Thanks for you know trying to help. Uh, Nothing like a like I said like a thief in the night just didn't show up. Now, did did Butchie ever call you and say, "Hey, you know, no. I heard you got my guy"? Or nope, nope, never heard a word from Don. And and I certainly wasn't calling Don to say, "Hey, I got one of your guys that that <laughs> wants to come over here." And um, he must have either he must have got that tuition paid or something. That Bill must have got taken care of. I'm I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> There was actually a kid, uh, you'll you'll cut all this out, right? Uh, maybe. <laughs> in '97, the heck was his name? There's a '97 picture. He would have been a junior then. He was a lineman. It was a similar incident. From Mooney? No, 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 no. He actually ended up going. He played for us in '97. Oh, would it be the uh, the kid from uh, Struthers? Struthers, the yeah. tight end. Yes, Darnell. Darnell. Emmanuel. Emmanuel, exactly. Good kid. Great, good, good, very good player. But and, and I remember him. Uh, I don't know if we met there or if we bumped into each other, but this was after the 97 season, like in the spring telling me he was going to go back to Struthers his senior year. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and it was like nothing against you guys. He says it was a great experience, but um, I. So he, he ended up because uh, they cut football that year. Is that why? Yeah. Okay. They cut football. But then they brought it back. Then they brought it back, and there were a bunch of kids that went to Poland, like Morell. Morell, who ends up being a quarterback at, at Poland, um, being really well. He was a Struthers kid. Yeah. And there were a lot of kids that just didn't come back. I, don't, I forget what year it was. 97, 96. Oh, this is 98. Did you guys play him that following year? Struthers? Yeah. In 98? I don't see the picture here. Yeah, I think you did, and I think you lost. Because I ended up doing a film exchange at Canfield. I was coaching freshmen, and I met you at... Struthers shuts down Cheney 21-3 win. Yeah. But, it, yeah, it, Brad came to me on the sideline, and he said, my finger, and I said, well... What do you want to do? Remember the conversation. This is where you just where you're going to decide. Am I am I going to be a, a a man about this, or am I going to just? He said, "I'm good." And he went back in, and I mean, but I was trying. I I'm, I was running toss to Anthony, and sprinting out with him. We were talking. We were talking about, like we talked with Fernando, 
and you know, you were talking about how you felt like he was the best three technique. What makes you say that? So as a guy who watched him coach him, what, what makes you say like he was the best three technique in the 40 read that, that you felt we had? Probably talking to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, his position coach, uh, um, you know, discussing as we watch film and, and you know, and see him. And you you probably uttered those words a number of times and, and – stuck with me and I, I concur. I agree. Um, uh, and you know, not, not being initially a 40 guy, but you know, evolving into a 40 guy, um, and you know, comparing him to other guys that we had in that, in that position. I, I, like I said, I, I definitely agree with you that, uh, that he was. How so? How would you just kind of thinking about this? I was thinking about this the other day. How would you uh, prepare for somebody like that? Because I, you know, when you see a, I know there were a couple guys we played against at uh, Beaver Local where there's some standout guys on the D line, or because you know he's not on the edge. How would you prepare for a guy like that going into a game, knowing you're trying to run off tackle and you got this three technique that. It's going to be a long day for your guys. Well, you can change scheme. You know, I mean, you 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 could you you could change scheme if if you have uh, if you have a lot of confidence in your tight end. I mean, you could you can do some things um, as far as doubling. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, you know, if if you felt confident enough. And your tight end, who who would have been our tight end at the time? Uh, Keelan. Keelan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get the great neutralizer of anybody. Yeah. So you know, uh, singling down on 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 uh, or whamming down and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know using your tackle and your guard to double the three. Um, you know, we're comboing anyway. You know, right. so so. Uh, you know, like I said, you wham down with your tight end, taking the backer, and, and, and you know, and your part of your blocking adjustment on the week is, you know, we're not comboing even the backside on this. You know, we'll have center straight block back to uh, 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 guard turn back on 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 uh, on the tackle, um, center block back on the backside inside. And wham down on the backer and double the three. Mm-hmm. That would, you know, I, I, I guess that would be uh, the most practical thing to do. I mean, and, and this is, but then, so, but basically, when you basically say I'm, I'm, I'm going to double a guy, you're then putting your running back in a situation like, hey, you, you got to beat one, whether it's an inside backer, whether it's an outside backer. You know, because you're gonna block down, kick out. If it's a forty, you got an outside backer there, depending on your formation, or you got a safety. You got to count for one. Usually, we can account for everybody, but you got to count for one now. Yeah. Well, you can do. You know, you can do some things with motion too. Mm, sure. You know, depending uh, on your formation and yeah. game plan. Right. Right. I mean, 
that's all part of the the coordination of the offense. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, God knows that we did, you know, a lot of uh, formation variation and, and motion, uh, and 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 we were fortunate enough to have some very good tight ends to be able to do things like that, whether it was, you know, the bastard split with the tight end yeah. and, um, uh, uh, or uh, putting them in, mo- you know, shifting them and putting them in motion and um, or just shifting them, uh, going unbalanced. You know, I mean, there's. Yeah. So um, I think you're talking about, I think tight ends, there's been a lot of strong positions over the years. Maybe I shouldn't say, but consistently tight ends, you've lined up really good. Um, that has been a strong position for you throughout the years. Oh, no question. I mean, that 96, I, I, I believe that a, a good part of our success, you know, was having Bill Sicarelli and Craig Lynn at, you know, you had bookend tight ends, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay, and then you you look at your history and you have uh, uh, Terlecki, um, uh, uh, Chris yeah. Frank, right? Um, you know, I mean, guys that I mean rarely caught a drag, or you know, I mean, would occasionally uh, catch an out or a drag or. Um, but in Sicarelli and, and Lynn's case, I mean, we we sent them on some uh, on some deep routes actually. Uh, but but yeah, you're 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 100 right. We we we've had great success from um, Brian Terleski uh, to um, Keelan Dykes. Yeah, and and uh, you know I, I was. Thinking about Fernando and that group of D linemen that we had during that time, um, that was a very, very good run of players. You know, the year, even the year after, like I was thinking about this as a position coach, I would think that my the strongest group of guys, maybe not the singular best one, but the collectively best three or four guys that we lined up at D tackle was when we had Solly Robinson, Eddie Molina, Tremaine Pixley. And then you had Rosa and Dykes as your two ends. And I just remember like those three guys, we, every down, every series, each one of them came in. They were just all, uh, different styles, but interchangeable. But you got you you. I mean, you have your the makings of a fearsome force. In there. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. There's no question. And then this is the last question, and this is one that I, I was thinking about through this was, you know, I was thinking about Tremaine Pixley, picks, and I was thinking over the years, like, was there one guy or somebody that I missed? Was there some and not? Not like you did him wrong, but you just missed. Maybe you thought, and I remember thinking over the years, like Picks was probably the one where the way he performed his senior year probably could have had him in the mix a little bit earlier as a junior because he ended up being a two-way starter for us. Did you ever, did you ever 
reflect back and think, man, I, I, it was a little too late. There was just never a time where picks got in and it was like, he's our guy. I always knew it was there. Um, and he was just so slick as a 40 tackle. Yeah. Um, and maybe he didn't do it exactly the way you wanted it, but the technique was a little off. Was it maybe me, my maturity as a coach or I just, that's one that I think like, I would like to go back and look at that with my eyes now and see, Hmm. Did I miss something? Did you ever have any of those instances over the years? Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. I mean, case in point, the two guys that I talked about today, uh, Robert Bailey and Jimmy cool is, um, you know, when you talk about great players that you had over the years, probably the big reason that Jim Coolis and, and Robert Bailey's name aren't at the tip of my tongue is because of a five and four year. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but then when you start dwelling on what, what, what occurred and the type of players that they were, you know, it, it reminds you that, yeah, you know, those were two as good of football players as I coached mm -hmm. over, over, over the, the years. Um, so I, I know exactly what you're saying. Um, uh, and it wasn't like they didn't get their ju just due. Um, well, well, uh, either one of them ever be, Hall of Fame football players, like Cheney? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I mean, if 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 they were nominated, somebody did the paperwork, and and I was asked, I'd vote for them. Yeah. But you know, um, I, I'm prejudiced. But um, and, and plus, you know, the, both of them were in positions that where there's not going to be a whole bunch of stats. You know? Yeah, sure. And that's, and that's what I mean. You know, it's like one of those things where, you know, just kind of talking to Fernando and thinking back and, and I know picks would always, you know, always ask. And, and it was, it was one of those things where I mentioned to Fernando, like, Hey, he kind of freelanced. It was one of those things where maybe a guy didn't do it precisely the way you wanted. So you didn't risk putting him in against a Fitch or a boardman. The stakes would be too high. You know, but or or maybe he just wasn't ready. I don't know. But he's one that I think like I was always a little unsure just because of size and technique. But then when he got in, boy, he could play. Yeah, yeah, and and totally unselfish. And and uh, you know, then when you you know when I go coach somewhere else, man, I'll take a team full of you know those those yeah, guys. Yeah, but I understand what you're saying. It's it's easy to take a kid like that for granted. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah. Um, I think that the rapport that you have with him, uh, or that you've developed over the years, um, he knows. Those guys, I mean, shoot, I wish it's almost like I wish I had him for another year because yeah. you got those three guys together, even those five, six guys together, and you only got four spots. It's like, man, you, there's not enough football to play all of you. Right. You know, right, so. Right. 